The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Kedushin daf Samach Zayin, and we are at the Mishnah on the bottom of daf Samach Vovam So at the end of yesterday's daf, we saw a very important halacha, a very big Kiddush, a Cholol that did the Avodah for many years, not knowing that he was a Cholol, and then at some point it was Nizbarer, similar to the story of Yana Melech, that really... He was a halal. The halachi is l'mafreya avodasa yikshera. Meaning, you would have thought that now that it was nesbarer that this koyim was a halal, a halal avoida is not a kosher avoida. So who cares that at the time that he did the avoida, we didn't realize he was a halal. Hoover adovel l'mafreya. Right now we know that he was a halal. So if right now we know he was a halal. The avoida should be possible. The Gemara brought three psukim, three limudim in the Torah that teach us this chiddush that if at the time that he did the avoida, we did not know he was a halal, it was only later that it was Nizbar that he's a Cholol, the Avodah is, is going to be kosher. In contrast to that, said the Gemara, if a Koyin did the Avodah not knowing that he's a Balmum, later we found out that he is a Balmum, then we will say, that this was a Balmum doing the Avodah, and the Avodah is going to be possible. That too was learned out from a Pasek. There's some really nice raid on this Gemara, but we're going to start the Daf, and then in Metz Hashem, if there's time during the course of the Daf, we'll go back, we'll speak out some Raid on that very Yisoidi Gemara. Zok to Mishnah. Kol mokim sheyesh kedushin ve'inaveira havlad hoylech achra azocher. Every time a man and a woman get married, yesh kedushin. The kedushin was toyfe, so there was nothing inhibiting this kedushin from actually going into effect. Ve'inaveira. Additionally, there was no iser for this man and woman to get married. They had a child. The halach is that the yichus of the child is hoylech achra azocher, and the Mishnah gives example. Of this, the Ezezu Zukoyhenes Levi of Yisraelis. A good example would be a Koyen uh, Levi Yisraelis, the female version. Shenasu Lekoyen Levi Yisrael, where the halacha is that being that Yesh Kedushin, obviously a Koyen can marry a Levi, a Levi can marry a Yisrael, and vice versa. Additionally, the Ein Avera, there's certainly no Avera. If they have a child, the yichas of the child is going to follow the father. So if the father's a koyin, the child's going to be a koyin. If the father's a levi, the child's going to be a levi. If the child's a yis- father's a Yisrael, the child is going to be a Yisrael. We don't look at what the mother's status is, we look at what the father's status is. says the Mishnah, what about a case where a man and woman get married, where the Kedushin is typhus. However, there's an Avera, what would be a good example of that? Then we look at it differently. Then we say that the child is going to be a pogum. Meaning, Yesha Veda would imply that there's something wrong with the Yichos of either the father or the mother. If there's something wrong with the Yichos, either the father or the mother, the child is going to inherit the Yichos of the Pagum, and as a result, there's going to be an issue with this child. This is the list of Chayvi Lavin that I always mention throughout Shas, meaning, although the Mishnah clearly is going, like the Shita Sachachomim and Shas, that Kedushin is Toifes Bechayvi Lavin, Yesh Kedushin, but being that also Yesh Avera, there's something wrong over here, Havlad so if the mother's a Mamzeres, the child is going to be a Mamzer. If the father's a Mamzer, the child is going to be a Mamzer. You don't say, let's look at the father. You don't say, let's look at the mother. What you say is, it's the worst of both worlds. Let's look at the Pogum. Third example, or third category, the whole Mishnah. 
What if a couple gets married in a sense where the Kedushan was not Toifus? However, the reason the Kedushan was not Toifus was not because there was something inherently wrong with either the man or the woman. Meaning, if they wanted to get married in another context, perhaps they could have. The issue was that this husband and this wife Together, it was their marriage that didn't work. There, the halach is going to be Havlad Mamser. So, the Kedushin is not Taifis. By definition, it's in the Olaf Kedushin. The child over here will not just be a pogum, but the child will automatically be a Mamser. The father is not a Mamser. The mother is not a Mamser. It doesn't matter. The child is going to be a Mamser. What's the example of this? Someone's Balach is So, if somebody marries Achois Ishtoi, so there's nothing. Be'etzim wrong with Achis Ishtoi, she can marry anybody in the world besides for her erva. So it's a situation where ain't law all of Kedushin, because being that she's a Chayvi Krisos to this man, the Kedushin is not Taifis. Avo Yeshla Alacherim Kedushin, she can marry other people, there's nothing Be'etzim wrong with her. The Allah is, the child is going to be a Mamzer. And then finally, the fourth category in the mission is the Chomisha ain't law, loy Olaf, loy Alacherim Kedushin. Somebody marries someone that cannot marry anybody. The halacha is Havlad Kemoisa. The child is going to follow not the yichas of the father, but rather the yichas of the mother. And what's an example of that? Vlad Shivcha Vinachris. That's going to be the child of either a Shivcha Knanis or a Nachris. More about this in tomorrow's daf. But a Shivcha and a Nachris are different than a Chavi Krisos, because the Chavi Krisos can marry somebody else. The Shivcha can't marry any. She doesn't have Tvisas Kedushin, not with this man that's being Makadash right now, not with any man. Over there, the Halach is different, Vlad Kamoisa. Meaning, there are times where. Uh, Couple gets married, they have a child, the Yichus follows the father. There are, chi- there are times where the Yichus follows the Pogum. There are times where if a couple gets married and has a child, it's automatically going to be a Mamzer. And then there are times, the fourth category, where a couple gets married, they have a child, the Yichus automatically follows the mother. So we're accustomed to thinking it follows the father. It's not always that way. It depends. It depends on what, which one of the categories of this Mishnah the marriage falls into. Based on that, we're able to determine what the status of the yichos of the child is going to be. The Mishnah said, And it sounds like this is always the way it is. So you show me a marriage that's toifus, where no one's doing an avera, they have a child. The yichas of the child is always going to follow the father. Frank the Gemara, is that true? If a girl marries a mamzeres, the ish kedushin, where the kedushin is certainly typhus, the ain't avera, and there's no avera, and the Gemara is assuming right now in the kasha that the mission is going according to the man the Omar that holds, that even though a mamzer is not allowed to marry a yid, but it's only someone that was born a Jew. Someone that is a girl, was megayer, is not included in Kahal Hashem. Kahal Gerim Ikri. Kahal Hashem Lo Ikri. As a result, there's no Isra for him to marry a Mamzer. So Gerim marries a Mamzeres. It's Yesh Kedushin, obviously, but also Ein Avera, because the Isra Yovin Mamzer B'Kahal Hashem doesn't apply to a Ger. And still, that Loch is Avlad They have a child. The child's going to be a Mamzer. The time you learn to the Bryce again, Shonos Mamzeres, Avlad Mamzer, to be Rabbi Yossi. See, see, Rabbi Yossi is of the opinion that even though a Ger that marries a Mamzeres doesn't involve Avera, still the child doesn't follow the Zachar. It's not like the father who's not a Mamzer. It's like the mother that's a Mamzeres. 
which contradicts the rule of the Mishnah. The rule of the Mishnah was, if there's Kedushin and no Avera, Havlad hoi l'chachar azocha. I just found the case, where there's Kedushin, and there's no Avera, and the Halach is, the child is going to be a pogrom. Says the Gemara, Malaysi, told him that, Mi Sarvis Masis and Rabbi Yosei, who said the Mishnah is going according to Rabbi Yosei, that holds that a Ger is a lad of Mary, a Mamzeres. Masis and Rabbi Yehudahi, the Mishnah maybe is going according to Rabbi Yehudah, the Omar, Ger lo yisim Mamzeres, it's a Machlikis Tanok. And there is a sheet of Rabbi Yehudah that holds that Kal Gerim Ikri Kal, that they're considered full fledged Yedin, and just like a regular year is not allowed to marry Mamzeres, a Ger is also not allowed to marry Mamzeres. Meaning, Vyesh Kedushin, Vyesh Avera, this Kedushin, and there's also Avera. And it's for that reason that Meaning, it doesn't count. It's not part of category one of the Mishnah. It's part of category two. As a result, there's no kasha. Okay, so then let it be included in the second category of the Mishnah, meaning the second subclass of the Mishnah was, and the Mishnah gave examples. What were the examples? If the time of the Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda that holds that a ger is not allowed to marry a mamzeres, and still the aloch is avlad hoyluch achra pogum, why not the Mishnah included in its list of yesh kedushin the yesh avera that the aloch is avlad hoyluch achra pogum? So the Gemara says, Tono kol mokim de seifal It didn't say it before. But the Mishnah did say the Chol Makim Sheyesh Kedushin Yeshavera. Those words, the Chol Makim, it's very dramatic. Mishnah didn't have to say it. Mishnah is not dramatic just for poetic effect. If the Mishnah says always, it means we're being married with something. There's some halacha that could be learned from that. What's the halacha? Something not mentioned before in the Mishnah could be included in the Mishnah. And what is that? That is the Ger that marries the Mamzeres. Incidentally, Toisvis is a little bit bothered because the Mishnah said Bas Yisrael the Mamzer. And Mamzeres Yisrael. And to the extent that the Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda, who holds Kahal Gerim Ikri Kal, then the Mishnah did say that if a Ger marries a Mamzeres, the Vlad is Because a Ger is a regular Yisrael. Why did, would the Mishnah have to single out Ger? Ger should only be singled out if it's not if he's not a full-fledged yid with regards to these halachas. But to the extent that a ger is not allowed to marry mamzeres, that means when it says, it means all yidin, even gerim. So in essence, it really was included in the Mishnah. So take a look at Toysviz. But either way, that's the Gemara's terrors. The Kasha was that the Mishnah said, a ger that marries a mamzeres, which is yesh kedushin, ve'in avera, and the vlad is a pogum. It doesn't follow the father. The child's not a... Ger, but rather we look at the child as a mamzer. He takes his mother's yichos. The teretz is that that's only a kasha if the mission is going according to Rabbi Yossi. The mission is not Rabbi Yossi. The mission is Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that a ger is not allowed to marry mamzeres, meaning it's yesh kedushin v'yeshavera. It's yesh kedushin v'yeshavera. It's very nice. Then why the halach is avlat pogdom? Because that was the rule in the mission. The boy say another teretz says the gemara loylem Rabbi Yossi. Maybe the mission is going according to Rabbi Yossi, who holds that a ger is allowed to marry a mamzeres. Because kal gerim ikri, kal Hashem lo yikri. Oy bazoi, it's yesh kedushin ve'inavera. If so, the kash is, why is the vlad pogrom? Isn't the rule of the Mishnah that havlad hoi l'chachra azokr v'tono ezoi zu l'mauteh? It's an exception to the rule. Aye, the Mishnah sounds like it's always that way. No, you have to, again, be medayik the Mishnah very carefully. The Mishnah said, Komokam sheyesh kedusha ve'in avera havlad hoi l'chachra azokr ve'ezezu, examples of it, 
which seems to suggest already in the Mishnah itself that there are examples of Yesh Kedushin, the Einaveira with Halacha will not be Avlad Hoylachachar Azachar. And this is an example of such an exception. Again, the Kasha was it was contradicted by the rule of the Mishnah. No, because if you read the rule of the Mishnah carefully, you see that there is an exception to this rule. Every rule has an exception to it, so does this. There's an exception. There's a time where Yesh Avera. The, I'm sorry, Yesh Kedushin, the Enavera, but the Vlad's not going to be heard of Achar The example is, according to Rabbi Yossi, Gershon Nasa, Ma'am Zeres, meaning you're telling me now that the words the Ezezu are Bedafka, that these are the examples, there are no other examples, anything not mentioned Mefurish in the Mishnah is in fact Havlad. Hoglum, not Avlad Hoylech Achar Azachar. Is that true? Varicholo, Shemas Abbas Yisrael, of a Cholo marries Abbas Yisrael, the Ish Kedush of Inavera, where that Metzius is, the Kedush and Schal, there's also no Avera, because a Cholo is allowed to marry Abbas Yisrael, or Abbas Yisrael is allowed to marry a Cholo. Cholo is only a problem if you're marrying into the family of a Koyin, but a Cholo and a Bas Yisrael, there's nothing wrong with that. And still, that law is the child is treated as a Cholo. So, this is an example of Yesh Kedushin, the Inavera. That wasn't mentioned in the Mishnah, and still have Vlad So I'll ask you a kasha. Why wasn't it mentioned in the Mishnah? So you'll tell me. Because what do you mean? The Mishnah set a rule. So, why should it not be included in the Mishnah? But if you're telling me that the Ezozu is Dafka, that it's only what's mentioned before in the Mishnah where it's included in the rule. But if it's not mentioned before in the Mishnah, it's not included in the rule. And that's how you were able to be Miyashiv the Mishnah, even according to Rabbi Yossi. So then, why was this not mentioned in the Mishnah? So the Gemara says, kasha. it's not a kasha. Could be the Tan of our Mishnah holds, like Rabdu Stoi ben Yehuda, that a chol shenasabas Yisrael, the halacha is in fact not that the child is a chol, but the halacha is that the child is going to be a Yisrael, as we had learned previously, Rabdu Stoi, Rabbi Yehuda, we had it just recently in the last few days, he holds that uh, Bas Yisrael is a mikvah tahira for chalolim, because the children do not become chalolim, the children actually become Yisraelim, meaning it's Yesh Kedushin, the Ein Avera, and the Vlad is actually a uh, Yisrael. It actually stims very nicely with what the Gemara is saying. I isn't the rule of the Mishnah. Vlad The Teretz is the There's only specific examples of when the Vlad But anything not mentioned in the Mishnah Mefurish will not be Havlad Zochar. But rather, the Vlad will be a Yisrael. So here, the man is a Yisrael. The woman is a Chalolo. Again, there's no Isser, because Yisrael is allowed to marry a Chalolo. So why wasn't it mentioned? And you'll tell me it's inclusive. You just said the Ezezu is Lemute. So the Gemara says, you're right. You're going to have to say, Just like we had said earlier, when we were trying to make the Mishnah Shtim with Rabbi Yehuda, that the words Komakoim are marbi, even something not mentioned before in the Mishnah. When the Mishnah begins and says, Komakoim sheyesh kedushin ve'enavera, havlad hoylech achar azachar, Komakoim is l'rabbis, even things that are not mentioned. So why are we not just mentioning it Mefurish? It seems like a very roundabout way to do this. Just included in the list of Komakoim sheyesh kedushin ve'enavera, that the Vlad is Hoylech Achar Azachar, says the Gemara, because the Mishnah wanted to not just mention a list of where Havlad Hoylech Achar Azachar, but the Mishnah wanted to say it in a very concise way, 
there was a specific way that the Mishnah wanted to disseminate this information, and had we included this Yisrael, Shemasa it wouldn't work. How so? Because Hechi Nisni, what did the Mishnah say? Koyhenes Levi of Yisrael is Levi of Yisrael. Take these three men and these three women, and any permutation, any marriage that you can come up with between these couples, Talach is always going to be the same. Tavla is always going to be If you include the Chalolo in the picture, it doesn't work because Hechinis Nikoyhenis Levi of Yisrael is Vichalolo. Shinisis Lekoyin Levi of Yisrael doesn't work because Vichalolo Lekoyin Michazio, a Chalolo can't marry a Koy. So if you were just saying Halacha, 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 example one, example two, okay, so you could have added a fourth example. The example would be Shoshan, Asa Chalolo, Yesh Kedushan, Enavera, Havlad Hoylechachar Azachar. But we wanted to say it in our fancy way. If you do it in that way, you can't add chalolah, because the chalolah can't marry the kayin. And as a result, we didn't say it before Ish, but it is, however, implied in the Mishnah. Where is it implied in the Mishnah? But the Gemara asks another kash, another example of yesh kedushin ve'inavera that somehow was forgotten about in the Mishnah. So we're familiar with the Allah of a mitzri. The Torah says that a mitzri and Adoimi have a very special place in Halacha. If they're Megayer, they're not allowed to marry into Klai Yisrael. Not first generation, not second generation. The third generation, Mitzri, or the third generation, Adoimi, they're, allowed to, they're already allowed to marry into Klai Yisrael. For the most part, if a non-Jew is Megayer, so he's, now he's a Yid. He's a Yid. There's, there's no issues. What's the problem? But there were four nations that were excluded in the Torah. The Amoyni and the Mayavi and the Mitzri and the Adoimi. The Amoyni and the Mayavi are never allowed to come to Kal Hashem. Gam Torah, Siri, the Pasuk says, even the 10th generation Amoyni and Mayavi, implying never, they're never allowed to enter the Kal Hashem. The Mitzri and Adoimi, first two generations would be an issue. The third generation, so if you're a third generation Egyptian, Ger, you're allowed to enter Klai. You can marry a full-fledged Yid. But up until that, not. So Rabbi Yechim said the following Allah. Mitzri, Shein, Shinnas, Mitzri, Shein. They have a second generation Mitzri. They married a first generation Mitzri. So the Allah is not Shlishi. The child is a Shlishi. Zoysayim Meres, as it relates to our sugya. You have a marriage between two Gerim. They're both Egyptians. Yesh Kedushin. The Einavera. And what's the Allah? If the father's a Sheini and the mother's a Rishoin, the child becomes a shlishi. Meaning, very nicely fits with the rule of the Mishnah. So why wasn't it mentioned? Says the Gemara, you're right, it wasn't mentioned. It's included in the Kalmakim de Resha. Ulu Rav Dimi, says the Gemara, another kasha, the Amar Sheni Hava. Rav Dimi argued with Rabbi Barbachana. He said, not that way. He said that the child is going to be a Sheni, meaning it follows, it follows the mother. So it follows the mother. It's Yesh Kedushin, Ve'en Avera, and the Havlad is Hoylech Achar HaPogom. It's not following the father. We're giving it the worst. Meaning, if it would be a Shlishi, it would be Mutalavi B'Kal Hashem. By making it a Sheini, it has to wait another generation before this family is able to enter the Kal Hashem. So it's a Kasha then from the Mishnah. So the Gemara says, So either it's included in Kalmakoim, or it's excluded from Ezoizu. That if you have two non-Jews, not Gerib, two non-Jews that marry each other, so the Yichas of the child is going to follow the Zohar. So if an Amoini marries a Mitzris, the child is an Amoini. 
it always follows the Zohar, Nisgairu, if they were both Megayer, then the Allah is Holochachra Pogum Shevishneim. So if you have two Geirim from two different generations, the Gemara is going to elaborate on this a little bit, an Amid Beis, then the Allah is the child always follows the Pogum. What's the Kasha? Two Geirim is Yesh Kedushim, the Inavero, and the Vlados of the Chachra Pogum. Again, Hannah is a Chim with the rule of the Mishnah. So the Gemara says, Tone Ezoizu Limaute. It's excluded from Ezoizu. So what's the bottom line? Just making an accounting over here. We had a rule. The Mishnah said called and the Mishnah gave examples of it but what emerged from this Gemara that this is not a good rule because there are exceptions to this rule there are things that weren't mentioned in the Mishnah as being examples that really are examples and then there are actually examples with that the Vlad is not going to be but rather the Vlad is going to be Pogum and the Mishnah already was miramis to us that there are exceptions to this rule on both sides because the Mishnah said even things that are not mentioned before in the Mishnah and the Mishnah also said to somehow exclude things that to this rule, meaning it is possible to have Yesh Kedush and Avera, where the Vlad is going to be a pogum, the Vlad's not going to be Hoylech Achar But how did we get into this conversation? We started off with Akasha. The Kasha was that, how could you tell me, Komokim Sheyesh Kedushin, the Inavero, Havlad Hoylech Achar Azachar, Haregesh and Osam Amzeres, Oger the Marys and Amzeres, the Yesh Kedushin, the Inavero, and the Vlad is Hoylech Achar Apogum. And the Gemara gave two answers to this Kasha. One teretz that the Gemara gave was that Hamani Rabbi Yosi, Hamani Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yehudi. The Mitch is going to quote Rabbi Yehuda that holds that a guy is not allowed to marry Mamzeres. That means it's Yesh Kedushin V'Yesh Avera, and it's for that reason of Lados Pogam. If so, why wasn't it mentioned in the second rule of the Mishnah? It wasn't mentioned before, but it said Komokim, and Komokim is La Suye. Alternatively, the Mishnah is really going according to Rabbi Yossi, that a ger is a ladder marry a Mamzeres, meaning it's Yesh Kedushin Ve'inavera. If so, it doesn't stem with the rule of the Mishnah, because the Mishnah says, Havlad, and the is Avlad Pogum. The Ezoizu, it's one of the things that are included, excluded from Ezoizu. Says the Gemara as follows, and this is really the last difficult left turn, and then the Gemara flows smoothly from there. Haimai, I amrit bishloimo masnisin Rabbi Yehudi. Bishloimo, if the Tan of the Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda. In which case, we said that Gershon Osam Amzeres is really Osir. So it's Yesh Kedushin. V'yesh Avera. And it's for that reason the Vlad is Pogum. I, why wasn't it mentioned in the Furish in the Mishnah? It's included in Kamakim. So then we can make the whole Mishnah work. How so? Kamakim the Resha. The Mishnah said Kamakim in the Resha. La Suya Yisrael Shanasach Halala. Which we said the Halacha is that the Vlad is Hoylech Achar Yisrael. U the Rabbi Barbachana. It's also. Le Rabbis Rabbi Barbachano, Mitzri Shani Shinasa, Mitzri Shaino, the Allah is a Vlad Shlishi, a Vlad Tolkachar Azokar, even though it wasn't before the Mishnah. When it says, Ezoizu, it's Lemute the Ravdimi, who said that Mitzri, Mitzri, Mitzri Shani, Shinasa, Mitzri Shaino, the Vlad is a Shani, because the Vlad is a Pogum, and it's also Lemute Ravin. Rava said, Nisgairu Shneem, Halachachar Pogum, even though again it's Yesh. Kedushin the Inavera, the Vlad is Pogum. So we figured out what we're Marba from Kol Mokrim. We figured out what we're Memayit 
from Evezu. This is just all back of the envelope arithmetic. Kolmokim, the safe. And then when the safe says Kolmokim, it's last. I actually need a calculator for this. When it says Kolmokim, the safe, it's last. That's what that's coming to be, Marbo. Because a Gershon Asim Amzeres is Yesh Kedushin, the Yesh Avera, if we're going according to Rabbi Yehuda, and Komokim is Marbet, and even there, that Allah is going to be a Vlad Pogm. El, the Yamit Rabbi Yossi. But if the Tan of the Mishnah is Rabbi Yossi, who holds that a Ger is a Latimer Yam Amzeres, so Komokim, the Reisha, Kedamorim, is Marbet, everything we just mentioned. Ezoizu of the Reisha is Kedamorim, is Marbet, everything that we just mentioned. El, Komokim, that's Ephalasu Yemai. This is the Kasha the Gemara is trying to get to. What then is Komokim of the Se? If Komokim of the Reisha, is marba and ezizu of the sefer of the reishes memait then kamakum of the sefer has to be marba something also. But the gemara says, let me ask you a question. Lutamech according to you, the Rabbi Yehuda ezizu the sefer lamoli. Even according to Rabbi Yehuda, so we know what we marba from. Komokim de Sefer. Komokim de Sefer. We're Marba, Gersh, and Osam Amzeris. Even though it's not mentioned in the version of the Mishnah, that the Vlad is a pogrom, the Vlad's going to be a pogrom. But what do you mean, Ma'it, from Ezezu de Sefer? El, what do you have to say? I did the Tonoresha, Ezezu. Tonor Sefer, Ezezu. No, Hachanami. According to Rabbi Yaisi, you'll have to say that regarding Komokim. I did the Tonoresha, Komokim. Tononami Sefer, Komokim. I mean, if there's what to learn from Komokim, We'll learn from it. If there's what to learn from Ezezu, we'll learn from it. If there's nothing to learn from it, it's not the end of the world. Because you could always say that the time of the mission just wanted to be consistent in how it set its halachas. It used Komachim and the Reisha to teach me halachas. It used Ezezu and the Reisha to teach me halachas. So consistently, it just used the same exact lotion in the Sefer, despite the fact that there's nothing really to learn from there. Zok Gemara Gufa. So in the context of the Cheshben Anam and Aleph, we mentioned... The halacha that Ravan said in the name of Rabbi Yechon. Kiyos Ravan, I'm Rabbi Yechonon. Ve'umais halach achar azachar. So if you have two Gentiles that get married, they come from different genera- that come from different backgrounds, and they both have. I'm sorry, and they have a child. So the halacha is the child follows the zachar. So if it's an amoyni that marries a mitzris, it's always going to follow the father. Nisgairu. If they're both megayer, then the halacha is. Then you're always going to follow the pogrom shebeshteh. What's the makar to this halacha? Where do you find this? Because the Tainas learned to the brides. How do you know that if someone from one of the nations, other than the seven nations, Shabbal Aknanis, that married a woman from the seven nations, Vahulud Ben and had a child, how do you know you let her buy this child as an Evid? Talmud Loimar, it says in the passage, meaning, there's a parish of Evid Knani, but there's also a parish of Loisachai, you call the Shalmi, and I'll let any member of the seven nations live. So it's partial that the parsha of Evid Knani is really not the Knani. It's a non-Jew that's someone that you're allowed to keep alive. If you can't keep him alive, then obviously you can't buy him as an Evid. So it says the Gemara, it's a Braiso. How do you know if somebody from Amoin, for example, would marry a woman from one of the seven nations and they would have a child? You'd be allowed to buy that child as an Evid, meaning it wouldn't follow the Yichus of the mother who's a Knanis, but rather it would follow the Yichus of the father. It's possible sometimes to be able to buy the Evid Kanani. That's why we know the Evid Kanani. It's Mibnei Ateshavim. Still, you're allowed to buy. How's that possible? I thought Leisachai called Neshama. The Teretz is, the child is only Mibnei Ateshavim from the mother's side. But the child is not Mibnei Ateshavim from the father's side. And Bu'umay Salach. So we treat the child 
based on his father's ichas. Yochad, I would have thought in the reverse as well. Af evichabala shivcha mino umois vahoylid ben chaturashayl knaisoi. If the father was a knani and he married a woman, that's one, one of the other nations. They had a child. I would have thought you could buy there too. Tamaloi ma'ashay lida ba'artzachem. We learn from them and anei lodim ba'artzachem v'loi min ha gorim ba'artzachem. If the mother was from Eretz Canaan. It was Hilidu Biyartzachem, then it's going to be okay. But if the mother was from someplace else, it was the father that was from Eretz Canaan, then halacha already is not. Again, it's the same exact halacha, it's the flip side of the same coin. So just to lighten it up for one minute, I saw uh, an interesting Na'ara. We learned this Gemara together not long ago. And everyone asks the Kasha that how could Nebon of Shalhamon be learning Torah in Bnei Brak? There's a halacha psuka, a mekablin gerim amolek. So if you can't be mekablin gerim amolek, how in the world is it possible that Haman, who was Mizer amolek, have grandchildren that were learning Torah. By definition, it would mean we were Makabulgarim from his family. If we're Makabulgarim from his family, you're not allowed to. Hey, Makabulgarim, me amolek, so if Yosef Engel and his Gilyone Ashas, Gitten, Dafnun Zayinam Abbey says he doesn't understand the Velt Kasha. It's very poshit. The Ibn of Shalhaman doesn't necessarily mean Benacha, Benacha, Ben. It means Miyoitse Chalotza, from the descendants of Haman. Haman. So what would be if one of Haman's daughters would have married somebody from Amoin? And then they would have had a son. What's the halacha? The child in halacha wouldn't be treated as an amaleki. The child would be treated as an amayni. Oh, an amayni. Well, amayni wouldn't work either. But it would be from one of the nations that you're allowed to marry into. Either way, said Rabbi Yosef Engel, it doesn't mean that would be a problem. But that, yeah, because any female of one of the nations that marries into a family from a different nationality, that child is not going to take on the yichas of the mother. That child is going to take on the yichas of the father. What's the, what did Haman do to be zaycha? That Bnei Banov shal Haman learned them Torah, but Bnei Brax, the Velt says, that really didn't do anything. He was a pretty bad guy in the Purim story. But he played a role on some level in the Kiddush Hashem that came about through the story of Purim, he played a role in the Hadar Kiblu of Bimeach Hashverish, and HaKadosh Baruch was not mekapech schar kol berio berio. And if you do something good, even if it wasn't your intention to do it, and even if it was uh, unintended consequence, which there often are such consequences to things that we do, and we don't even realize the effect that we're having, but if there's a super positive consequence, albeit unintentional, that comes from something you do, you get rewarded for it. So Haman was a bad guy, but at the end of the day, if there's no Haman, there's no Purim story. So the whole nest, the whole Atzor of Purim, is only because there was a Haman. Haman has to be rewarded for that. How does it be... How was he rewarded? I once saw the Yeshua Siakov in our... He's discussing an halachic conversation. He says over this, you saw it, he teaches based on this machshav, and he says, maybe that's pshat. We say in halal, halal Hashem kol goyim, shabchu kol oumim, ki govar oleinu chazis. Everybody asks the kasha, ki govar oleinu chazis. Hashem was good to the Jews, and it's for that reason, halal Hashem kol goyim, halal Hashem kol goyim, when Hashem is good to the goyim. And halu as Hashem Yisrael, when Hashem is good to the Jews. Halu as Hashem kol goyim, shabchu kol umim. Why? Ki govar oleinu chazay. Said the Yeshua Ziaklev, that the umois and the goyim over the generations shepherd the Yidin. And Hashem, to keep Klai Yisrael going, had to step in and perform miracles to save Klai Yisrael. The goyim are going to be rewarded for the miracles that Hashem performed. Because they were 
the vehicle that ultimately caused this Gavaldi Kiddush Hashem. When they're going to see the schar that they're going to get for the terrible things that they did to the Jews, for the Kigavar Aleinu Chazdoi, they're going to praise Hashem. Haman's praising Hashem, Kigavar Aleinu Chazdoi. You know why? Because now he's being rewarded. Now, Bebnei Banav Shal Haman, Loim Dem Teira, Bebnei Brach Neskairu. So, Robin said, Rabbi Yechanan, Be'ula, Be'umais, Halach Achar Azoch. What if they were Megayar? Then you have two gerim halach achra pogums, and then you follow the pogum shebishneim. Says the Gemara, "B'ma'ilim, but b'mitzri shenasa amoynes." Do we mean a mitzri that married amoynes? And the halach is, you follow the pogum. My pogum ikkot. That's not a good example because in that case, there's actually no pogum amoyni v'loy amoynes because an amoynes is a ladder married into kalashen amoyni v'loy amoynes mayavi v'loy amoyn. And it says pogum shevishneim, which sounds like they're both pogum, and we're just going to give the child the worst of both worlds. There's no two worlds over here. Elo ba'amoyni shenasa mitzris. It means an amoyni who married a mitzris, and now they had a child. So what's the halach of the child? It depends. Izochar havi. If the child is a boy, then shadia basri today. Then we're going to follow the father. Then he's going to be an amoyni, and amoyni can never enter the galashem. Vim nekeva havi. Then you can't. We don't want you to follow the father. Because that's actually the better of the two options. Because then you're going to be an Amoynes, and Amoynes says, Mutulavi Bekal Hashem, Shadia Basri Then you're going to follow the mother. Now, of course, this Gemara of Amoyni Voloi Amoynes is of Perika Oral, David Amelech fame, where David Amelech was becoming Melech, and his Melucha was challenged. They challenged the, his ability to be a Melech Yisrael based on the fact that he came from Rus. Rus was a Moyavia, and it says in the Torah, and that's of course the well-known Gemara, where ultimately, Nimnu v'gamru, Amoyni v'loy Amoynes, Moyavi v'loy I'll just tell you a, an interesting zog that I heard recently from a Yidrib, Shloy Mahagar. He told me that, why is it Dovin HaMelech is being Megayer now, David HaMelech wants to be the Melech Yisrael, and all of a sudden they all jump in and they start challenging his Melucha. David HaMelech came from a very esteemed lineage. David was the son of Yishai, Yishai was the son of Oived, Oived was the son of Boyaz. These were G'dayli Adar. Nobody ever challenged the Yichos. Now, all of a sudden, David HaMelech is becoming the Melech Yisrael. Mitamol, they're challenging his eligibility. He is right to be Melech. He's not right to be Melech. It wasn't based on whether he's right to be Melech. It was really based on whether he's Mutalav Ebekal Hashem. How come no one chepped with Yishai? How come no one chepped with Oyved? Why are they chepping with Dover Melech? So he told me, it's very simple. If a person keeps a low profile in life, people don't chep with him. You want to be Melech Yisrael? You're putting your hat in the ring? You're running for president? Vilzayna Melech? Now there's scrutiny. Now everyone's going to look at your books. They're going to look at your yichas. Now they want to see who you are. Yishai was a god Adar, but he didn't run for office. So he got a pass. Nobody looked so closely. Dovin Melech had the spotlight on him. He's running for president. He's in the primaries. Oh, this is already a whole different discussion. Now they started looking into his yichos until they finally had to come and say, Amoyni v'loy amoynis, mayavi v'loy mayavi. Incidentally, these halachas right here, is this halacha l'maisa? Is this something that's even relevant at all? So Pashit, you're going to tell me no. Why not? It's Gemara's. And the truth is, it's, it's only partially the right answer. The Rambam says, Mefurish, based on Gemara's, that there's no such thing as an Amoyni today, there's no such thing as a Mayavi today. Why? Because Sancher was Mavavadu, we don't know who's who. So today, everyone is a Suffolk, but if 
you're an Amoyni, you're from the Miot, called the Paris Merubah Paris, as a result, you don't have to worry about these halachas. But there are a few exceptions to the rule. Number one, Mitzri. Mitzri, based on a Gemara, the Gemara said Rabbi Kiva had a Talmud whose name was Minyamin Agar. He was a Mitzri, and Minyamin worked it out to come to a Mitzri Shlishis so that his family should be able to enter the Kalashem. Taisa asks the Kasha, Minyamin is a Talmud of Rabbi Akiva that's way after Sancheirev. Why is he worried about this Isra Mitzri? I thought Ba Sancheirev, Ubibulas of Umais, and Rabbeinu Tam, and Saitid of Tessam and Aleph, and in other places in Shah says that Vaistois, when Sancheirev was in the Valve of the Umais, he excluded Mitzrayim. Not Egypt. See, Egypt was somehow excluded, and it's actually brought down as two days in Shulchan Aruch and Avinah Ezer, Simon Dalit, Sif Katan Yud. Whether there's an Isser Mitzri Bismanazeh, there's no Isser Mitzri Bismanazeh. One of the Nafkiminas Lahalacha is the Isser to return to Mitzrayim Bismanazeh. Right? We know the Rambam says that if someone lives in Mitzrayim, he's over Gimolavim. Because there's three times in the Torah that it says that a Yid is not allowed to live in Egypt. It says that you're going to leave Mitzrayim, you're never going to go back. It's a Loisa say, a Yid is not allowed to go back. Ironically, the Rambam himself lived in Mitzrayim. Now, Gois Maimini brings that he saw that the Rambam used to sign his letters, Anim. Moshe ben Maimon, ha'over begim olavim b'chol yoyim. That he himself held, he was over begim olavim. Why then did he live in Egypt? So he obviously had chashbain, that's why he did it. But he acknowledged the fact that what he was doing was really not poshit. But either way, some say that What's the heter? There were people throughout the generations, the Rambam, others that didn't leave in Mitzrayim. The Ben Ezra synagogue is in Egypt, right? There was thriving communities there. I, there's a tzad that maybe it's a problem. So some say that the Isser to be in Mitzrayim is alts the Mitzrayim. The Isser is alts the There's no Mitzrayim today. Because Basan Cheir will be less umais, but it's not posh. It's totally in this machlokis Rishonim, whether when Sancheir was Mavalvel the Umais, was he Mavalvel the Mitzrayim or not? If you hold like Rabbeinu Tam, it's also the Shita Sarash, it's one day in Shulchan Aruch, that Sancheir was never mevalvel the mitzvah for whatever reason, that wouldn't be an issue. What about an adoimi? Is there any iser? So who are the adumian? There's a fascinating truth, but there's no time for this now. From Yaakov Emden, in the Sheilas Yaivitz, where he was asked, that Chazal had a mesoirah, that the second base of Mikdash was destroyed by the grandchildren of Esau. Esau was Edom. Who destroyed the second base of Mikdash? The Romans. Which would seem to suggest that the Romans were adumian. So Yaakov was asked to Shailah if a Roman Gentile is Megayer, is there an Isser lover Bekal Hashem Adar Shlishi or not? Chazal had this Messiah. It's not really brought down in halachic context. It's always brought down more in Divri Agado, that Zarish Aleisov destroyed by Yashani. But who is Zarish Aleisov? Edom. And Edom, it says before the Torah, is like the Mitzri, that you're not allowed to enter the Kal Hashem until the Dar Shlishi. So based on that, maybe there should be an issue. Either way, a fascinating tshuva from Yaakov Ebb. We spoke about it in the past. Yaakov, maybe that's what you're saying. The Goyen. The Goyen says that how did Chazal know that Edom and Rome are the same thing. So the Goyen said something only the Goyen could have said. That we have a Messiah, that Sancher was Mavalva the Umois. The Chazal knew that when Sancher was Mavalva the Umois, he took the Edomium and he planted them in Rome. Meaning, what does Rome have to do with Edom? Edom, by the way, on the map is Petra Jordan. It's very far from Rome. It's in the Middle East. It's not in Western Europe. So how exactly did that play out? So the Goyen said that there was a Messiah that that's good for what Samcherev did. So again, does that play itself out in Halacha with regards to the Isser of Adar Shlishi? It's a tshuva from Rebekah Vendon. So at the end of the daf, we learned the Gemara. So you have a Goyen that was doing the Avoid, uh, not knowing that he's a Ben Garush. One day we find out that he's a Chal. So the Halacha is Avedasik Shera. The Gemara learned it out from three Psukim. What if he was a Baumum? He didn't 
didn't know it was a Baal Mum, and later we found out that it was a Baal Mum, then the Allah is, the Avoid is going to be possible. How do you know that if we find out later he's a Ben Gerushim and Chalut, so it doesn't retroactively disqualify his Avoid? The Gemara brought three psukim. Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, it says, Pinchas, we spoke out yesterday, the hashtag classic Meshachachma, Bein Zerakasha, Bein Zerapas. Shmuel said it's not that from a pasuk in Vezois Habracha. Baruch Hashem Chelo, you pull of Yad of Tirtzeh. Chelo, even if you're a Cholol, still you pull of Yad of Tirtzeh. Rabbi Yana learned that from a pasuk Ubasal Hakoyin Ashiyah BeYavam Mahein. Obviously, you're going to the Koyin BeYavam Mahein to teach me that as long as he's the Koyin, at the time we thought he was a Koyin, even if later was inspired and maybe there was an issue, still the Halach is Davoida is going to be kosher. How do you know if he found the lady who was about Mum that Davoida is going to be pasul? That too is learned that from a pasuk in Parshas Pinchas. Lachain Emor Hinini Noisimly as Brisi Sholim Kishu Sholim Veloy Kishu it doesn't say Sholem, it says Sholem. So Rav Nachman said, Vav de Sholem Ketiyahi. The Vav is chopped off. I mean that the Vav is chopped off, even though it reads Sholem, but really it's Sholem. And we learn from there that if we find out later that he wasn't Sholem, there's going to be a problem. So this idea that the Vav in the word Sholem of Lechein Emar Loi, hitting nicely as Brisi Sholem has to be Ketiyah, is, is a very important thing for every Sefer to know. When he writes a Sefer Torah, the Sholem has to be Ketiyah. So the first question is, what exactly is a Vav Ketiyah? What exactly does that mean? So if you take a look at the Rishonim, the Ritva here, Rabbeinu Bechayim, Parashas Pinchas, the Panech Raza, there's different Pshatim that the place can all bring. What exactly the Vav Ketiyah? Some say it's just a miniature size Vav. So you take the Vav and you just make it smaller. Others say that the top of the Vav, the head of the Vav, looks like a regular full-size Vav. You just chop its leg off a little bit. It just ends up being a little shorter. But the top of it actually looks like a full-fledged Vav. Some say it looks like a Yud. Others say it's a Vav, but it has a crack in it. It's interesting. There's a Tshuva for Rabbi Kiveger, where Rabbi Kiveger says that the end of his Tshuva... He was Zoycha himself, Rabbi Kivager says, to write a Sefer Torah. Vani, Vanoichi, Kashas, Ikani Hashem, Lekseva Sefer Torah, Tzivisi La Sefer. So he has a picture here of exactly what, how he showed the Sefer to write the Vav in the word Shalom, to try to make it work with all the Rishonim because he was afraid of Choshesh Ani, the Brachel of Atolachas V'Shalom. If he's going to write the Vav the wrong way, it's Ma'akid. You have to make sure that you write the Vav, the you have to, to make sure you write the Vav properly. Stating that, the Ramam doesn't bring the Salach of the Vav Ketiyah anywhere. And Makshima, all the Puskim, everybody's bothered that how could the Ramam not bring the Vav Ketiyah? It sounds like it's a Halacha. Chaseris and Yaseris are Ma'akiv and Ksiva Sefer You see, Rabbi Kivega was worried about a Brachal of Atol. This is a very important Halacha. So how in the world could the Ramam not bring the Vav so Kiveger, in this Truva says that he found in a Sefer Bate Kahuna a Marganisa Tava. He found a jewel, a great find to save Pshat in this Rama. If you take a look in Rashi, when Rashi brings the Gemara, and how do you know that if somebody was doing the Avoid and not knowing he's a Balmum, and then later on we found that he's a Balmum, the Aloch is the Avoid's puzzle. So there's a long Rashi. I'll read to you the last line of Rashi. How do we know that it's not kosher? Based on the Pasuk of And the, the Batikuna asked, why did Rashi end with those words? The Gemara brought three psukim, what the Makar may be, that if you found out later that you were a Cholol, the Avodah is going to be kosher. And based on all three of those Limudim, you could ask the Kasha. If we know that you're kosher, if we find out later that you're a Cholol, so why should Balmum be any different? Why did Rashi add 
It sounds like the Gemara's kasha Balmuminolan was only according to the first Peshat of the Gemara. Says the Batikuna, that's in fact the MS. It's the way it is. You know why? Because according to the second Josh of the Gemara, how do you know that if you find out later you're a cholo, that way there's going to be kasha? Baruch Hashem Cheloi, who followed Yod of Tirzah. It's Mephurish in the Pasik that we're talking about cheloi, afilu chalol shabacha. So mehechetesi, you should think that if you found out later that you're a balmum, that way this is good, because it says that if you found out later you're a chalol, mehechetesi. The Gemara's kasha balmum in Nolan was only a kasha if you learned that if you found out later you were called up by this kasha from Vahisa Loy Ulazare Acharov, all it says is Loy Ulazare Acharov. Bain Zera Kasha, Bain Zera Puzzle. So the Gemara said, How do you know to be Machalik between a Chalo and a Bamo? Just like from Zare Acharov, you say Bain Zera Kasha, Bain Zera Puzzle, even if he's a Chalo, maybe say Bain Zera Kasha, Bain Zera Puzzle, and you find out later that he's Bamo. So the Gemara's whole Kasha was only a Kasha if the Makar is Vahisa Loy Ulazare Acharov. But if the Makar is Baruch Hashem Chaloi, then the Kasha wasn't a Kasha in the first place. Based on that, Said the Batikuhuna the Rambam. When the Rambam brings the halacha and Hokas Bias Mikdash, that a coin later finds that he's a cholo. All the avoidance that he did in the past are kosher, says the Rambam, Koin Sha'avad, Vinivdak, Vinimsa Cholo, Avidasak Sha'avar, the Eno Ovid Laba, Vim Avad, Loichilo. So any avoidance that he did in the past is okay. Shenemar, Baruch Hashem Cheloi, Upayo Yol of Tirza, Afilo Kulan Shabai Tirza. The Rambam held that the right Makar. Of the three psukim that the Gemara brought is the pasuk of Baruch Hashem Chelu Paul of Yad of Tirzeh. If the Makar is Baruch Hashem Chelu Paul of Yad of Tirzeh, it's pashit that the halacha was only said regarding a chalo. It's pashit that the halacha wasn't said regarding a balmum. If it wasn't said regarding a balmum, you don't have the Gemara's kasha balmum inolon. If you don't have the Gemara's kasha balmum inolon, then you don't have to come onto the Gemara's teretz of the vav ketia. So said the Bate Kuhuna, even if there was a Messiah, that there should be a Vav Ketia, but to the extent that I don't need it to teach me any halachas, I don't need it to teach me that Balmum is possible, because I have no Havamina to think that a Balmum should be kosher. The only Makar I have that a Koyin who did the Avoid of Wali was possible. Really, it's kosher. It's Chalol, and I have no way to learn Balmum from Chalol, so there's no bearing in Halacha. If there's no bearing in Halacha, it falls into the Chiddush of the Beis Yosef that says that the only time Chaseris and Yaseris are Ma'akiv and Ksiva Sefer is if there's an Afgamina L'Halacha as a result of the Chaseris for Yaseris. Let's say the word Aharon that was written, that's sometimes written Chaser, sometimes written Moleh. There's no Afgamina L'Halacha if it's Aharon Moleh, Aharon Chaser. There's no Afgamina L'Halacha from it, so it's not going to be relevant. Says Rabbi Kiva Eger, this was this Marganisa Tava that he found, that the Rambam paskined, the Rambam held that the real Makar in the Gemara is Baruch Hashem Cheloi. If the real Makar is Baruch Hashem Cheloi, as a result, we don't have to come on to the Vav Ketia Lahalacha. If you don't need it Lahalacha, it falls into the category of Chaseris Vyaseris that are not going to be Ma'akit. Just to be Moisif, the Rambam brought the Pasuk. Why did the Rambam bring the Pasuk for? The Rambam tells you usually the Halacha. Shenemah, what the Rambam doesn't bring the whole Shaq of the Dari in the Gemara. Why did the Rambam say Shenemah Baruch Hashem Cheloi? Of Yod of Tirza. The Teretz is because there's an Afkimina Lahalacha what the Pasuk is. If the Pasuk is Vahisaloy Lazaroi, then the Vav Ketiyah is Likuva. If a Sefer writes a Sefer Tayyar without the Vav Ketiyah, the Sefer Tayyar is going to be possible. But if the Makar is Baruch Hashem Cheloi, then you don't need the Vav Ketiyah. It doesn't teach me Halacha. Even though that is the Messiah, clearly there was Halacha Lamech Misinai to write a Vav Ketiyah, but there's no bearing in Halacha. If there's no bearing in Halacha, that's why it didn't have to be written.